0: morning you are one day closer to the end of the world you have been warned because this is slashers a horror movie podcast brought to you by two goons who are titillatingly twitter painted to take time together to i really like where you're going with this i like it about tongue twisters tied
1: It's We can leave it
0: at that. We can (sighs) leave it okay.
1: (laughs) I wanted a whole paragraph of T's. Yeah, I can tell. It was very, very titillating. I like it. Testicular. (sighs) Testicular. There we go. (laughs) My mind blanked out. I was like, what word can I do
0: that starts with T? And I was like, Tyrannosaurus. I mean... That's literally what my brain went to first. And I was like, I can't reply
1: Tyrannosaurus. Eventually, let's just fucking loop it back around. And we'll start back with the original two goons who have no idea what the fuck they're doing on whatever (laughs) night we're doing it on and people would be like wow that sounded really good and you're like i know right almost like the first time i did it yeah
0: but the (laughs) thing is is that now we're so much better prepared and we're recording on a regular schedule we have technology you see this mic stand bitches fuck yeah on sale bitch yeah yeah how much how much was that one more time just like I don't remember. He's oh, super expensive. You fucking liar! <laughs> brian has been trying to pay me
1: for it, and I let him reimburse me in ginger beer. Actually, you can thank Chadwick over there. Thanks, Chad. Hey, thanks, Chad. I don't. I don't want to take any uh, literally, credit for that. He's wearing a Maui <laughs> shirt from Moana that says "You're welcome." So this is perfect. <laughs> he literally doesn't have to say anything. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> just point just to the shirt. <laughs> one of those.
0: So Brian, how have you been since last week when when we when ne'er the two shall meet since met
1: upon a time. Wow. I don't that know. That was a mouthful. Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, I've been good, man. Just busy with work, trying to get things knocked out before the big day. The wedding. The wedding. Which I'm in. Yes, you are. I have a vest. Well, I mean, you were going to be in it regardless, but I feel like especially since I was kind of in yours. Yeah. So it's kind of like, a you know,
0: paying it forward.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> but what's great is I, I'm co-best man with Jim that's right but i feel like i've done all the work right we can agree wow like like like, if there's a best best man it's me right (laughs) no pressure but bear in mind i can mute your recording for the rest of this episode you could
1: absolutely and uh just go ahead and do it okay click i literally did it uh oh i don't know if i'm gonna
0: break audition hold on oh bullshit i fixed it okay (laughs) okay good so anyway
1: uh (laughs) uh-huh what movie are we doing this week we are doing the Omen. Why are not, we doing the Omen?
0: Not the remake. Not the remake. No, the Omen. We're talking or about any that. of
1: the sequels, right? There's a few, right? Oh, there's a bunch, and there's novelizations. But you know what's funny is after the fact of watching it twice now within 24 hours, I feel like they can make another remake and make it even better for sure. Right? Do I, like I mean, Blumhouse maybe it's kind of thing. Maybe I just like the content that much where I'm just like I want to see something that's a little updated
0: i would just like to see them start with rather than remaking the omen over and over again i'd like to see them progress into damien the omen 2
1: or the omen 3 final conflict and remake those oh that'd be that's cool th- that might be a little better uh, so i haven't seen either of those is that like ones where he's in middle school and then he's in high school uh middle school and then as an adult uh in as an adult sam
0: neal plays him oh shit dr grant Doctor, <laughs> I got no eyeballs from Event Horizon himself. Plays <laughs> the satanic, son of the devil. satanic Sam. Yep. So, in terms of the novels, we okay. have The Omen, Damien, Omen 2, Omen 3, Final Conflict, Omen 4, Armageddon, Omen 5, Abomination. In the films, the first three are the same, but Omen 4 is The Awakening, and then there's a remake, and then there was a TV show called The Omen in 1995, and then a TV show called Damien in 2016. Guess what's not on the air anymore? 'Cause it sucked. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that
1: that's a lot of fucking work though.
0: It's a it's a huge amount of information to draw upon, and yet people are, I feel like you said, are just gonna go back to redo the first one over again, which I can't blame them. The name brand notoriety, but in terms of story, how about something that's a little bit different?
1: Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. Um
0: like in Damien the Omen 2, he's like of Harry Potter age, so why not send him to fucking Hogwarts?
1: <laughs> right? What, I can see that. What's the big fucking deal? Essentially, he is, uh, who's that blonde fuck? Malfoy. Yep, that's him, uh-huh. right? He's basically Draco Malfoy. You just take him out, put fucking Damien in, and he basically burns the fucking Hogwarts down to the ground. Which would be so rad. <laughs> I would love to see a
0: duel where Harry Potter is like, I pulled this sword from the sorting hat. And Damien doesn't say anything he just looks at a dog and then you hear this violin and And suddenly Harry's like impaling himself (laughs) with
1: the sword. (laughs) It's just like fucking Latin chorus, like screams
0: everywhere. I don't know what that is. Did it sound good?
1: (laughs) That sounded really, really good. And that's one of the points I actually wanted to bring up about this film is with all of the Latin singing going on. Me personally, I don't know anything of what they're saying. I had to look it up. Not a big fucking major in Latin, but you can. It's a dead
0: language. You can literally. People who try and flex intellectually about that. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't exist. I could do cave paintings professionally.
1: Are you impressed? You're fine. You can literally say like strawberry, strawberry banana milkshake in Latin with like a chorus in the background. And they're like, that sounds satanic. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm gonna try
0: and find a Latin translator right now. This is great television. So, do nipple butter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go.
1: Nipple butter, butrium papilla. Yep, that is that's that's summoning fucking a demon from the gates of hell.
0: So, what was it? Strawberry banana rama ding dong.
1: Strawberry banana milkshake. They don't have milkshake. There's no way Latin. There's a fucking Latin word for
2: milkshake.
1: <laughs> That's what Google said. Yeah. I mean, it, it totally works. Like and you're just sitting
0: there at like this 50s diner at some woman named Flo and you're like, and suddenly there's a Rottweiler and the lady's like, hey, that dog's against the health code. And you're just like, and suddenly she's like putting her face into the shake maker like it's the toxic Avenger. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We've watched so many fucking movies already on this show. My brain is just <laughs> like, hey, let's be referential to things we've already done. I realize I've mentioned Monster Squad about seven times out of our 20 episodes, a little over 20 episodes.
1: It's almost like it's your favorite film. <clears throat> I, is it so, a stretch? No. Yeah. Every time I tell somebody
0: I proposed in a Monster Squad shirt, I either get two reactions.
1: Oh, or yeah. <laughs> I like the yeah people a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how it, there's an emphasis on, how they say, oh, because it could be a very excited. Oh, oh, but girl. then there's also the oh, oh, <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Brian. Yeah. I watched a documentary on this. Uh, What was it? The Curse of the Omen. Some bullshit like that. Okay. Super dramatized nonsense about the issues with production. Would you like to hear some of the issues they had with production on this film? Go for it. All right. Gregory Peck was in the film. David Seltzer, who wrote it, and producer Mace Newfield were on planes that were struck by lightning or had a near miss uh, while going to England to do their filming. That's kind of neat. Then uh, they had chartered a plane to do aerial shots of England, and they were obviously working on a budget, and they were contacted by the charter company who said, hey, We'll give you a discount if you use the next plane. We have a group of, I think it was Japanese or Chinese businessmen who want to take this flight. And they're like, we can save money? Sure. Enjoy. You know what happens to the Chinese businessmen? Uh Uh-oh. A bunch of fucking birds flew into the plane's engine. no. It crashes and kills a family in a station wagon that were related to the pilot. And what's weird is the airstrip had technology to keep birds away. Like making sound, and yet they still were there. They still caused us to narrowly missed it. Crazy. Gregory Peck was, one would
1: say it's almost cursed.
0: Yeah, hence the title of the That's documentary. Fucking crazy. Gregory Peck was in a hotel that was bombed by the IRA. They had a dinner reservation at a restaurant that was firebombed by the IRA just hours before they <laughs> were supposed to be there. Fucking IRA, man. Zookeeper was killed the day after they filmed there because it was bitten in the head by a tiger, which was used in a deleted scene. Oh, my God. The Rottweilers bit through the protective gear in the cemetery scene, which like they bit through steel like plating, which is unfathomable. Did
1: they use that in the film? Because I feel like some parts of the cemetery scene looked like terrifyingly real. I think so. Because, yeah, they're getting fucking mauled and it doesn't look like they're enjoying it one bit, like for realsies.
0: On the topic of not enjoying things for realsies, special effects director John Richardson and his assistant Liz Moore, after filming this, were working on another film called A Bridge Too Far. And they got in a car accident and Liz Moore was decapitated like a character from this film. John Richardson looks across the way and sees the mile marker or it's kilometer marker 66.6 and they were on a road that led to a town called the omen. That's made up. It's it's all here. I watched a documentary on it. Uh there are a few other ones,
1: but those are the ones that are just like crazy. Wow. That is really crazy. You
0: want to hear about the guy who created the bullshit? He's not a film writer or anything. Go for it. So this dude, ombre named Bob Munger. That says that he sells like dishwasher utensils right but anyway he's just a business guy he's at the man's chinese theater and he's like what if the antichrist was already here and among us but what if he was a little boy and he was like legitimately afraid and then he was like i gotta get in contact with somebody from hollywood like hey hollywood how do we do this so he contacts this dude harvey bernard they meet for a hamburger he's like begging for this right they're sitting in there first he starts asking if Harvey Bernard has read the book of revelations. He pitches the antichrist as a boy. Now Harvey claims he literally drops the burger and runs out of the restaurant. Why? Because he wants to make this movie. And then huh. just weeks before they start filming the movie, Munger calls for a last minute meeting and he's like, no, I don't think we should be making this movie. The devil's greatest strength is his quote cloak of invisibility going back to our Harry Potter, which is what was on my brain. And he thought the film was going to be dangerous. So he started a prayer chain for the cast and crew. Oh, God, bro. It's your idea. You set this in motion, <laughs> right? Like the guy's so extra. Yeah, that, that'd be like, you know, you're sitting there and this is what I imagine might be a little weird. Bear okay. with me. Guys who draw anime porn, right? Do they draw the porn and then they masturbate at their own porn? Because that's kind of what this is like. If you're sitting there and you're coming up with horror ideas and you're horrified by your horror ideas, it's as pathetic to
1: me as masturbating at your own drawings i hmm. Hmm. I feel like the guys that draw the animal or the the type anime porn anti porn same one of the same i feel like they live it they i don't, live they, it. I don't <laughs> think their best life well it's like they they create like the, the the furry porn stuff and then they're like now i'm gonna dress up as it and uh now i'm a pony it all makes sense Hey, but you know what you do you it's <laughs> evolutionary <laughs> like the pokemon porn that they're drawing yeah so you start
0: off and you're like Hey, what would happen if Attack on Titan was all just naked people? <laughs> right? Is that a topical reference? I don't we were
1: talking about this before. I don't anime. Is that good?
0: <laughs> are wait, are the giants in that naked, naked without skin? Are.
1: Absolutely. And that is a brutal anime. Do they giants not, not have skin? They're like giant babies. Ugh.
0: Did but you but they're know? like
1: babies though, right? Yeah. It's
0: well, kind of yeah, it's weird. I found there is a fetish for men. Who, I, this is, it was on an article, it, it was scholarly. <laughs> Men who are obsessed with the concept of a giant woman taking them, putting them in a ball, shoving them up their vagina. There is like a genre of porn for that.
1: There's a genre of porn for just about everything.
0: People who are like, I like sour cream like the day after it goes bad. And they're like, oh, we got a bunch of porn for it. Here's your grandma smearing it over her body in stockings. And you're like, it,
1: oh, it wouldn't surprise me if there is a genre of porn for somebody who enjoys the sound of every time Jake and I need to work on this when we go.
0: Oh, I edit that out on the audio a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> right? I do.
1: Somebody's thinking like, oh, do it one more time, please. Yeah.
0: Right. Or, or actually, I'll tell you one that we both have. <laughs> we take a drink and we go. Ah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the big too. one. It's super apparently, refreshing I do that and apparently so much, it makes people cream in their pants.
0: I do that so much that our my one-year-old does that now. My <laughs> wife's like, she finishes breastfeeding and she goes,
1: ah. And I'm oh, like, no. that must be so weird.
0: But I mean, she if she wasn't weird, she wouldn't be my kid. And we'd I mean, be a test. if anything, that's a compliment
1: to your wife, right?
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fresh on tap. <laughs> Is that an appropriate sound for?
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: moving on. We're doing that. There's a bunch of conflicting information as to why Robert doesn't actually kill Damien in the movie. So Gregory Peck apparently had a really hard time on set with the concept of killing a kid because his son just before filming in I think it was July before they filmed in September, had killed himself. shot oh, himself that's, in the head. that's pretty brutal. So he didn't want to be the guy doing that. So He didn't like it. And effectively, Richard Donner's like, look, let me film it both ways. It's very simple then there's cl- there are certain claims that say the MPAA was like you cannot fucking kill a child in a movie without being <laughs> x-rated and then it seems to be that they did not show an on-screen death and originally it showed uh robert Thorne with the knife above his head you hear the gun go off and then it cuts and instead of seeing the two graves it just shows one no it showed three oh so okay, so he, so stabs he Damien him, to death,
1: and then it's the family that gets buried but then because the movie
0: was like already hitting it when they thought it They're was like,
1: oh, fuck that. We got to keep this shit going. Exactly. Yeah. And that I mean, was a why huge, not? Why not? A
0: huge element of I, it. I, Alan Ladd Jr. said that he thought that the devil would be impossible to kill. And that's he was one of the producers. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. I actually think I would be OK with just having the gun go off. And then that's the end of the film. Yeah. Where you don't know. Right, like, You're like, like the end know. of Reservoir did he, Dogs. Did he kill Damien? Did he get killed himself? Like, what happened? I like you don't that. Know. I don't know.
0: No, I think that's really good. I think that would be great. Like Harvey Keitel with Tim Ross head in his Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Damn. Such a fucked up ending. I love that Such movie, movie so much. Up so, I think that movie has a better twist than Sleepaway yeah. Camp. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, more the little. So Harvey Bernard and Richard Donner hated the marketing campaign for the movie. So, literally, Harvey Bernard claims that he pressed a marketing guy up against the desk threatening him because he was dismissive of the whole, like, alleged curse about this movie. And then they ended up spending twice the budget of the film to promote the film.
1: And they it was a box office smish. Hell, yeah, man. What? It was like $2 million on uh, budget. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to the statistics yet. So well, I mean. If <laughs> you don't mind. This is what I do. So,
0: (laughs) Uh, quick question. Go on. If you were to name this movie anything but The Omen, what would you name it? Oh, damn. That's a good one. Would you have named it The Birthmark? No. Would you have named it The Antichrist? Mm, I I don't know. I kind of like Mark of the Beast. Yeah. I like Mark the Beast, which is just some guy (laughs) in a polo shirt who's like,
1: I'm Mark. (laughs) I can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I be think my of guest, um,
1: be my guest. Sorry. I think of the Iron Maiden song. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, I think
0: I, I did like some rudimentary mathematics and I think I've listened to Iron Maiden more than any other band in history. When you <laughs> take their discography, you take the amount of times I've listened to songs, even according to just Spotify and the length of their songs in terms of time. I think I've spent more. We, time
1: we definitely got to throw in some sort of Iron Maiden into this. We'll find a episode, way. I'll right. watch
0: Flight 666 again. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like Ford. I think they're the only band that I still have DVDs
1: for. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the only the only band I have a DVD for is uh, the Black Dimer. That's a good which one. Which is amazing. Actually, you can see my head in a concert. Hell yeah. I'm like, hey, I know that buzzed noodle right there. That's me. You sit there and a the little, uh, little rub and tug like those anime guys uh, looking at no, the back of your head? No, okay. no, no, no
0: elder misanthropy was i think my wake up call my alarm clock for about five years oh, it's so fucking good that's it's so, so shreddy.
1: yeah i think uh what a horrible night for a curse great that's a great one absolutely so.
0: if anybody knows anybody in black dahlia murder oh, we'd please. love to have them on the oh my god
1: tracks yeah that would be fucking amazing or hidden
0: tracks shut the fuck even up even the it's old my, stuff it's dude. my thing i know what it's called me ask all of that shit yeah, yeah. absolutely let's do it so. also their music videos are dope too anyway we're moving on Gotta get going. Brian, would you finally like to get into the statistics? For well, this I
1: suppose since I already fucking jumped ahead. I'm going like to talk to Brian's you. mic because
0: I feel frisky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm talking to my own mic. Still frisky. Oh,
1: damn it. I forgot to do the intro that I was going to do. Do it. What's up, party poople? <laughs> <laughs> we rehearsed that before. <laughs> Brian's like,
0: I love K-Rog. Every time I want to start the show with party people, but it's been done for 30 years. And so I whisper to him, party boom ball. <laughs> i'm the just best like worst that. influence of all time oh you're great was it last week with chad oh yeah enjoy killing time till next week and chad's like enjoy killing time till next week <laughs> people are like what's killing time is that like a, an a offshoot show that they're doing now
1: <laughs> just adding more to his workload yeah. He's like, I <laughs> can't right, get it. to it chad
0: hey chad can you do some kind of fun graphic right here
1: (laughs) for for this make-believe show yes that
0: you're you're going to host we'll be the guests on your show killing time till next week all right so made on a budget of 2.8 million yields a return of 60.9 million kind of wish it was just 69 million but i like the party success hell yeah it is yeah that's like world-changing perspective on film, like thinking about the
1: culture at the time. Especially, you know, I don't know what it would adjust to, right? I mean, as far as from 1976, making 60 mil, that's pretty damn good.
0: I'll check the inflation on that. You, you read the next couple lines on the statistics here. I'll
1: do it. <laughs> All right, and uh, so opening weekend was June 25th, which, come on, guys, you really dropped the ball by not releasing it on June 6th. Right, at least having a six and a six instead of six twenty five seventy six. But yeah, but they did
0: uh, a pre release on six 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 seventy
1: six. Correct. So which which is pretty neat.
0: So it would be one billion three hundred fourteen
1: million ninety. Really? No, wait, hold on. That doesn't make sense. A billion dollar a billion dollars <laughs> six hundred
0: and six
1: Do you have one too many zeros? Do I? I don't
0: know. 76
1: maybe You're it like, was they made 609 million dollars <laughs> new let's try that again
0: it's 2018 <laughs> money oh uh, one 131 million 491 what the fuck is happening that's fucking no nope. sorry i'm reading the wrong thing 200 and no
1: nope. <laughs> just edit it all out 2 fucking million
0: 716,97225. <laughs> 2, two million I don't know. <laughs> Moving on, it's a
1: lot of money. Yeah, they would have done really well.
0: So the only competition I could find for this film was a movie. Uh, you probably know it. it's a Bangladeshi <laughs> film called Noyon Moni, starring, of course, Farouk and Bobita.
1: I've seen it a few times.
0: Yeah, It's in heavy
1: rotation in the Richards household.
0: <laughs> the runtime, 111 minutes. It's
1: <sighs> it's up there. It's It's up there. <sighs> Again, I, I watched it two times within 24 hours and both times I didn't feel like it ever just like trudged along or it, it slowed down in pace. I feel like it just I went
0: through. Here's my thoughts on it. Your initial viewing, if you're watching it for sentimentality's sake, you can watch it at normal speed. If you're watching it because you're putting out a podcast and you've seen <laughs> it five fucking times. You could watch it at 1.28 speed. Don't know why I'm getting that specific.
1: I'm not I saying just, I did that. but was, Now I'm just thinking like, God, why the fuck haven't I been doing that this entire time? Dude, it saves me over 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. This is what Brian will be doing from now on. You just got to show me how. Which helps because I'm then when I'm sitting I there taking notes, I'm like, do pause. Do, 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 do. Go. How the fuck do you do it?
0: Uh, it's just the playback you can use it like a youtube has a playback feature that you can change the speed vlc player and here's a great thing when i'm editing these fucking podcasts all of us sound like chipmunks because i play this in like 1.5 speed because i'm listening for the defects and i don't want to sit and actually spend real time there are no defects we are perfect Just don't ever ask me about the anxiety I have about mistakes I made on episode four and
1: five. Like I still think about those like I can't do it. I can't do (laughs) it. You just you just like wake up in the middle of the night with a cold sweat.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Seriously today I I found myself just doing a natural fidget, like I think I scratched my beard or something. And then beard. I use the term very liberally. Mm, Uh, beard. So I'm sitting there and then I think about Chad's video editing and I, I watch, I'm very grateful for the work that he does, and I watch the whole thing. I very rarely affect the playback, but sometimes I do given the fact I've already heard this audio when I spoke it, when I edited the audio, and then again. And I find myself touching my face nonstop. And I'm like, God damn it, Jake, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and I, I well, the craziest thing, I can't hear myself when I'm yelling at my phone while I'm driving in traffic. Weird thing, so.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's the, the little things that you listen to, uh, especially when you're such a harsh critic of yourself right how many times did i tell you within the first two or three episodes that we did where i'm like i feel like i've said this at least 30 times during this fucking broadcast oh right definitely i mean the ones that we do we're like yeah totally I'm like
0: there's no <laughs> question we're from fucking california bud and it's one of those things where yeah
1: that one's a big one
0: yeah <laughs> i do miss that you've gotten better about this or that because i used to sit there and go ah oh, and now i can't anchor it on that. But here's what I thought. Chad, can you do me a favor and look into this while we're recording? Can you go on Amazon and see if you can find me one of those Russian bear fighter costumes where it's like bear armor covered in needles and I'll put that on my face so I don't touch it and freak people out who are
1: like, this is not sanitary. You you don't think about how many times you touch your face during the day, but (laughs) it's weird when you see the, the number, right? And you're like, no, that's not fucking possible. Yeah, dude. I think that we should have.
0: Just a, a little a like playmat here of just like finger paints. And so then
1: <laughs> if I dip my fingers and I'm sitting here, by the end, I really think I'd look oh, like a Jackson Pollock. With- there'd be fucking paint everywhere. Yeah. There would be paint everywhere. My balls just be fucking painted all kinds of colors.
0: Brian, have you reached the age as well? You're older than me, so I assume that you have. But <laughs> just want to make sure where when you sit down in your car for a long haul, you got to put your hand back
1: there and pry them up. So that you're not sitting on your own balls? I think they gain elasticity as you get older. They gain elasticity? you're like tight and tucked? They're stretchy.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I'm definitely a drooper at this point. <laughs> it is rough times at the Ridgemont High. The film was directed by Richard Donner, who directed Superman, Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. Six episodes of The Twilight Zone. Seven episodes of The Banana Splits Adventure Hour. And three episodes of Tales
1: from the Crypt. And The Goonies. Oh, who gives a fuck?
0: Monster Squad is better. What? Challenge me, bitch.
1: (laughs) I would never.
0: I I do not recommend it. (laughs) I've lost friendships over this feud. So (laughs) the Omen kind of kicked off this new phase in his career because after the Omen, he does Superman in 78, then Superman 2 in 80, and then the Goonies. So really, when you think about going from a lot of TV to this, it's pretty rad. Right. We move on to David Seltzer. He did the original Omen. He did the 2006 remake. He did Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and My Giant. That's a fun little career.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool. Kind of all over the spectrum there.
0: Oh, yeah. Music by Jerry Goldsmith. Why do I like Jerry Goldsmith, Brian?
1: You like Jerry Goldsmith because he did a lot of fucking Latin singing in the Omen. Da
0: da 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 da. He did uh, Star Trek, The Motion Picture, First Contact. Oh, he
1: did Total Recall, huh? Yep. LA
0: Confidential, Congo, Planet of the Apes, Damien the Omen 2, The Omen 3, Final Conflict. Wow, this guy's a stud. Alien, Poltergeist, First Blood, Rambo First Blood Part 2, Legend, Gremlins 1, Gremlins 2. I like it. What
1: the fuck is that career? That's fucking awesome. I mean, (laughs) did that guy ever stop doing anything?
0: I don't know. He's probably still working now. Or hardly working. Uh, um, anyway, uh, of his eight team Oscar nominations, this, The Omen, is the only time he won, which was for Best Original Score.
1: Yeah, I like it. I, I really enjoyed the music throughout, so I wholeheartedly agree.
0: I'm tilting the tablet away from you because we're about to get into nicknames, which is our late night Saturday Nickelodeon. You got to watch uh, it's, every it's, week.
1: It's not dick names. <laughs>
0: Frick names is what I call what is that it. Prick name? <laughs> but we have a permanent uh place setting in the graphics on this show. You'll see Nick Cannon with a pentagram on his head, right about here, picking his nose. There we go. Our brainchild. Way to go, Chad. <laughs> so, it's nicknames. Gregory Peck, aka Robert Thorne. What did you have? I, mean, uh, I already told I, you mine.
1: Yeah, I, I called him uh, father grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> I called him Atticus Finch because he famously played uh, Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm okay with you. no your yours is good. Mine, mine makes too much sense because you can be both a father and a grandpa. I think you have to be a father very, to become yeah, a grandpa. I was say that's it's it's not catchy. Yeah. I just said it because he's old as fuck in this film and cantankerous and cantankerous. Yes,
0: we move on to Lee Rennick as Catherine Horn. Catherine, <laughs> you want to hear mine? You're gonna yeah. love this. I don't. I don't have one for. her. Oh, I do. Do you ever watch the show Dinosaurs from Jim Henson Production? Because she's not the no, mama. Oh,
1: I like it. That is really good. <laughs> Thank that you very much. That is really much. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Definitely. I, yeah. was, I mean, the only thing that came to mind was like slow, like slow fall. Yeah. Whoa. That dude where she falls like clearly on a wire. Yeah. She's like yeah. unraveling. Like she's like a yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, it's like some a... spider like fucking spun her up in a web and she's just like. Yeah. Unraveling. Yeah. Like her sanity
0: in the film at that point. Uh, we move on. Uh-oh. I scrolled too far because I'm an Ooh, idiot. Row. Uh, we have David Warner as Keith Jennings. Yeah, the I,
1: guy that's in all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, that a... <laughs> anyway, he uh, was also in
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So, he, he was in the like a million Star Trek things. Yes. So, Brian, you had said you wanted to call him. Dickhead. And I wanted to call him Dr. Scientist Man because of Ninja Turtles 2. So, we have joined forces, Wonder Twin style to say dr dickhead oh i thought we were gonna
1: do this. oh fuck Doctor. that's, that's a team Doctor dickhead. dr dickhead i like it uh we yeah, move I on. Mean, watch the film and tell me he doesn't have penis shaped haircut oh it's perfect so. And then the <laughs> fact that he has like the the scarf he has like a fun eccentric. neck scarf that is really fun i, I mean they're all neck scarf i guess i don't know why i said neck scarf i don't know you could wear a head scarf maybe i don't know
0: don't be so hard on yourself
1: didn't headscarf. the didn't the mom didn't cat carcer carcer uh, wear a fun like headscarf yeah they she, went to the... <laughs> with the wedding
0: she looks like she's wearing a fucking turban and she's like sim sim <laughs> is that is that ethnically insensitive racially insensitive if Johnny Quest can do it I can do it right there you go absolutely anyway Billy Whitehall was Mrs. Baylock. I called her the skinny principal from Matilda do you have anything better <laughs> oh my god it's totally skinny trunchbull there
1: we go skinny trunchbull I like it
0: I could have Googled the name, but I was like, nah, no, dude, I've seen
1: Matilda way too many times. This is definitely Miss All right.
0: <laughs> so she said of the kid who plays Damien
1: that he was, quote, just awful.
0: And in multiple interviews, she has admitted she wanted to strangle him.
1: Wow. Yeah. He was apparently the hey, biggest shit. He was doing his job, right? I mean, he's supposed to be the son of Satan. So if he was like a wonderful child, I mean, it just wouldn't be believable. It wouldn't. So,
0: cool. Moving on to Harvey Spencer Stevens, who played Damian Thorne. Here's some fun (laughs) stuff. Richard Donner, at a certain point, became so frustrated with casting that he considered casting a girl instead, which I think would have been a very interesting film. He cast Harvey because they were doing a group session, you know, and he was trying to get the attention of kids, whatever. There's a scene where he, Damian ends up fighting his mom in the car as they get to the church. Right, right. So he invites the kid to attack him. First thing he does, Kicks him in the balls, <laughs> and so that's how the kid got the job. But the kid had bright blonde hair, so they had to dye it black for the movie. Oh wow! Uh, to give make him evil. So you could imagine in the casting, you just see some little blonde kid, and you're like, whatever. Then some he kicks you in the dick, and you're like, it's oh, like what
1: you- is he supposed to be? Dennis the Menace, or is he supposed yeah. to be fucking Damien or Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes? There you go, that too. Who do you think would win in a fight between Calvin or Dennis Menace? Yep, Calvin.
0: I think so too think like he spaceman spiffs that bitch in the face. Right,
1: right. Especially, um, I feel like Hobbs just comes in and just fucking sneak tacked
0: Yeah. Did you know that Damien was originally named Domlin, based the after, fuck?
1: yeah, one of uh,
0: Spencer's family friends had a kid named Domlin who was apparently just a big piece of shit. And so, as kind of a snub, he was like, fuck your kid. And his wife was like, nah, dog, we shouldn't do that. I know that. I'm
1: uh, cherry picking off of another movie, but why not just call him Hornswoggle? <laughs> right? Is it Hornswoggle?
0: From leprechaun, Leprechaun?
1: is that what his
0: name was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the WWE, WWE. How does Kurt Angle say it? He always says it weird. Like I, he said it. My wife overheard and she was like, "What?" Yeah, he said he says WWE, and she's like, "It's W." (laughs) Like what the fuck? And I was like, "Dude, he has way serious neurological problems." Like cut this man a break. Let him just let it go. He is an American hero. (laughs) Oh man, woo. Da, 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 da. Harvey Spencer, Steven Spencer, whatever. He makes a cameo in the 2006 remake as a journalist. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. He didn't act really after this. He did this movie and he just didn't have a, potential, a particular penchant for it. So he does some like conventions and stuff here. It and there, seems,
1: uh, it always seemed weird for you to say like he didn't enjoy acting that much because I feel like it's so much of like a parent's choice at that age. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, well, the parents are just like, well, we're not going to do this anymore. It's not like mommy and daddy. I do not enjoy this anymore. So I'm going to do something else.
0: I don't know. I feel like if Macaulay Culkin had said no, his parents would be like, we need money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, true. In an interview I watched with him, he was very proud to proclaim that he is a not a weirdo, b not a member of a cult and c not
1: very religious. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that came
0: out well-rounded.
1: So, uh, Jake, I think it's kind of funny, right? We were having dinner beforehand mm. and we were talking about nicknames <laughs> and we shouldn't do this before our live show or our recording because, uh, you know, it gives away a little bit of a surprise, but at the same time, it kind of shows how much of a fucked up kind of thought process we have. We're and the that same that we person share. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, We're two
0: halves of a hole, okay. A how
1: about this? On the count of three, we'll say the nickname for Damien, the son of Satan. One, One two, two, three, three. Baron, Baron Trump. Trump. <laughs> that totally happened. Yeah, he, he looks
0: over at me and he's like, You know, I was thinking, uh, you know, Trump's kid would be perfect, and I was like, Baron, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, I have that in my notes, I'm so excited because it's so true like that kid doesn't look enough like him that kid is adopted trump's whatever third or fourth kid had his skull cracked in and he adopted this (laughs) and this is this is the antichrist people you're not prepared for this uh
1: the end is coming
0: yeah (laughs) anyway uh, melania best hope she doesn't get pregnant because this kid's gonna push her ass off
1: (laughs) the fucking banister Yep. Jesus.
0: So uh, there are a bunch of other people in this. I don't think we need to get uh, into. Other, it. Yeah,
1: I mean, there aren't really any um, specific. I maybe the father, the one that's you know given the f- the creepy fucking poem, but nothing really came to mind as far as uh, a nickname. Poem. Yeah,
0: there's Patrick Troughton as Father Brennan, and then there's Martin Benson
1: as Father Spletto. And then there's uh, that one scene with uh, Baba Dugan Hyman. Carl Boone
0: Boogenhagen <laughs> who is Leo McKern. Oh, we're talk about Holly Palance. Obviously the best part of the fucking movie, the nanny.
1: Oh, okay. So can we call her Fran Drescher?
0: <laughs> oh, Damien. Ah.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Sweet. Why, why not? Why not? So she,
0: she got the movie role because uh, Jack Palance, her dad had done a movie called Bronk with Richard Donner. And he was like, Hey, you should hire her. And he's like, fuck, I'll find a spot for her in my movie and it just so happens to be the best part of the movie. It's the most memorable. Absolutely. sure. So I'll jump into the recapitation so you can jump into this lay-by-play. Yeah? yeah, man. Recapitation. Baby doesn't live. Baby gets adopted. Baby turns out to be Satan's son. The end. Right, that's pretty fair. For those of you who don't remember, I think you a lot of people... do that so well. <laughs> I think a lot of people <laughs> try and overcomplicate it and... Yeah, no, imagine.
1: absolutely. It's, it's essentially uh, cut and dry. Yep that's how it is do you want to use the notes yes absolutely by all means <laughs> share and no, share actually alike. i shouldn't because like i said i've watched this twice in 24 hours so huh. i really shouldn't but this all is more checking, like a fine. this is more like a test for me but it's more or less going to be jake fact checking and saying oh you jumped ahead again put it on the the fucking counter uh, ding. Gonna be <laughs> like,
0: so then it starts off robert thorn's about to stab his kid in the chest with a knife
1: <laughs> I haven't gotten that far, and I haven't gotten that bad, so.
0: As the balls start to stretch further and further, <laughs> so too do the gaps and time, and you sp- keep going further. I love
1: from- you so much. You're my best friend. All right, so the way this uh, movie starts out shows Robert Thorne in a car late at night. He's heading to the hospital. You hear. Um, Actually,
0: sorry to fact kick you already.
1: It's six in the morning because it's six, six fucking whore it's <laughs> it's dark out it's it's dark go. out right it's early in the morning it's still dark
0: which is weird because it takes place it's in june june at 6 a.m is it light pretty much anywhere like think of it. it's not like they're on a different fucking hemisphere
1: are you overthinking a little bit a little bit okay pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> so it's six in the morning he's heading to the hospital you hear um, the child is dead yeah you hear yeah you hear voice a voice like very subtly in the background saying you know the child is dead you almost like me it took the second time around for me to figure out that it's actually the the doctor and or father whoever he's talking to that's talking to him beforehand or not beforehand, after the fact of him getting there and it's kind of just setting the stage for when he's actually in the uh hospital outside like the i don't know i guess you'd call it the delivery room
0: yeah and then he ends up at the catholic church and he's talking to the priest about how his wife wanted a baby. She can't know that it died. Right, you know, she wanted right. her. And then the priest is like, well, hey, man, let's adopt. Yeah. And he's like, no, she wanted her own.
1: He's, <laughs> he's yeah. Like, he's like, coincidentally, I mean, the same fucking hour, you know, the this lady, she totally died. So it's like no surviving family members. You fucking it's it's as easy as I hand you this baby. You don't ask questions and everybody just fucking goes on their way. Yeah. Huh? I so think that's that's, that's how it worked. no back paperwork, in the day.
0: just take this baby,
1: yeah, it was that easy, <laughs> apparently, you know, and they go to him like showing uh ka Car-
3: <laughs> not the mama,
1: <laughs> not the mama it, it shows uh him deliver the baby to not the mama, and I was. I was asking your wife earlier.
0: (laughs) It's hilarious. He delivers. That's a good pun. I didn't. Did you do that
1: on purpose? (laughs) No. Oh shit! That's really good. That's that's funny. She delivers a
0: dead baby or a (laughs) a baby that dies, and he delivers the devil to her. He's like like Postmates,
1: right? Right. And he totally just hands over the baby. Like here's your here's your son. And I I was asking your wife at dinner. Would you know if that actually happened? If somebody pulled the old swaparoo. Like, are you going to be like, nah, um, doesn't have the same hair. Are you like that close to like realizing that's a different baby? Or are you just like so caught up in the moment that you're just like, oh my God, this is a new baby and it's mine.
0: Yeah. She said that she didn't think she would know, but like maybe in time, because like our baby's mannerism, they don't have character really until a couple months in and then like that kid does things that are her exactly that are me. Exactly. And right. I, right. I could
1: definitely see how that suspicion. So it's, it's not one of those weird mother intuitions where she's like, Nope, that's not my baby. It's I'm, totally believable. I'm
0: sure there are people who would say that, but there are also people who say that like, you know, the ghost of John Wilkes Booth, but fuck their grandma. Yeah. So yeah,
1: Agreed. Anyway. Um, uh, so did he, you
0: notice that when he hears your boy, not the mama and hands it over to him, she said, like she kisses him. But the baby never stops crying through that scene. I didn't notice that. I noticed that. And then later on, when they're walking by the water, crying, it it shows this like recurring theme with them, which I really like. I didn't. I don't think I noticed until watching it this time, which funny enough, I was watching it at an advance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it shows them going they're at the house right yep. and then that's when he says oh you know pack your bags and she's like why And he's like we're going to england uh why the fuck would we do that and he says something i don't know what he Who says has
0: two thumbs a huge cock and is the ambassador <laughs> of great
1: britain and she's like what and he's like answer the fucking question
0: <laughs> your honor permission to treat this witness <laughs> as an adverse witness permission granted <laughs> Not to Mama." Not Who's got the
1: thumbs? Sorry. No, we're good. We're good. (laughs) So uh, from here, does it go to them at the new house? Am I skipping ahead? No, no. Okay. So it shows them going to the new house. It's very clearly
0: England. And they do like establishing shots where people are driving on the other side of the road. And you're just like, oh, okay. We're in England now. Right,
1: right. And this is where they're uh, they're rolling up. They're rolling up in the Rolls Royce. Ah. Right? The silver fucking Rolls Royce. It's totally OG car.
0: I honestly didn't even notice what kind
1: of car it was. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. It clearly I shows, a, uh, clearly yeah. shows that they're like a position of power, yeah. right? Like right off the bat.
0: I'm a vehicular Luddite. I just don't.
1: It is what it is. They get to the house and she's like, well, I already told him I wanted it. Sorry about it. And he's just like, oh, well, aren't you little miss pushy? <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, that's the first sign, <laughs> right? You're kind of a douche. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not like total douche because he should have been like, look how there's no furniture in here. It's barren. Like, dude. Oh. <laughs> but he didn't, so I mean, it's fair. I like it. And not like Baron Trump. I mean, like B A R
1: R E N. I like it. But she's
0: not permanently, so it's okay to make that joke.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely shows them checking out the day room, which is bigger than my entire house, probably.
0: Yeah, I don't have a day room or a night room. I don't.
1: Know. <laughs> I don't know what exactly a day room is, but apparently, it needs more books. And he he saw Damien with a nanny, shuts the shutters, and insinuates that they're gonna fucking do it on the floor. Yeah, he smooches the wife,
0: and then he says that he wants to look up her skirt. And I was like, "Hello." Does he say up your skirt? I he thought does he said, mention it. Let's go upstairs. But that, yeah, then he, he's talking about going upstairs, and oh, the head's still looking at the skirt. Okay. And then he says that she could be too sexy for the White House. What a dick! I almost feel like that's something that Donald Trump would say to Melania, right? Right. Hey, lady who used
1: to show her tits in magazines. It's definitely an off-handed comment or off—is off, it offhanded handed sure. compliment? Uh, backhanded, backhanded compliment. compliment there we go You'll look like the trash. old fucking backhand there you go so then it goes to the scene where they are like a super happy family they're walking along they're enjoying the sights they have a fucking dog on a string yeah on it's wheels. a wheelie dog right and it's weird that Damien's not riding it once yeah. like why they include that in the scene it's a prop it's just a weird prop <laughs> I feel like the prop department was like that's weird I'm buying it on a company card agreed and then they like proceeded to take the fucking carbon copy they're like (laughs) they put it on the card okay (laughs) (laughs) oh shit
0: and then leonardo dicaprio takes off his sunglasses and is like i'm barry allen from catch me if you can and he runs (laughs) off and people are like what's that movie it
1: hasn't come out yet (laughs) so they are fucking totally awful parents at this point they're like staring at each other's eyes like oh i love you so much we're like fucking sweet co-eds in college and then they turn around and they're like
2: damn
0: (laughs) damn
1: (laughs) which i thought it was
0: a passage of time watching it because it's so like where's the kid like maybe he would be older and like doing something with a dog like oh like we're nope they just fucking forget about their kid and i was like maybe mother's intuition isn't your strong
1: spirit. yeah uh, again it goes it goes to the uh, what the fuck was it pet cemetery kind of reminds me of pet yep. cemetery right we were like ah, he's fine it's a fucking highway right there don't worry about it what, what's the worst that can happen uh, you know he shows up next to the tree he's like I'm over here bitches uh, everything's fine so but he got a little mischievous smile which I liked yeah yeah he knew what was going on um, did you notice that when she picks him up he starts crying no, I didn't, I didn't realize any of that. I think Maybe I, it's because I'm a dad now. I just realized that. Oh, my dad dude, a that's true.
0: That's weird. I have some weird sense about me where I'm like, this child is distressed. I must start singing now. <laughs> I must do a silly voice. Oh, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. oh, shit. For a second there, I thought you were going to actually start singing. I was like, shot. Someone take a shot. <laughs> no,
0: you, you can't
1: do it now because that's line. me leading up to it. It has to be very natural and free-flowing.
0: And it's free, <laughs> free flowing.
1: <clears throat> Sorry, Brian. No, it's all good, man. And Keep
0: going. They, yeah, they cut. There's another montage of them having pictures showing their life in England, which is cute. Which and I think
1: it's, I think it's fun because it kind of shows like uh, him growing up a little bit. Yep. They like fast forward it a little bit and different experiences and showing that there are good
0: times so that when the bad times in the movie start, it has consequence.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: And then it's the birthday party. That's right. Jay, would you want to go through it?
1: It's a weird birthday party. I will tell you that. It is. It's, It's definitely something where if I saw a little kid have that kind of birthday party, I'm like, who the fuck are their parents? And they're not getting shit for their kid or I'm not getting shit for their kid because the kid has everything anyways.
0: Yeah. So much so that the photographer, Dr. Dickhead says that he is either the heir of the thorn millions which is to say robert thorn and not the mama's millions or jesus christ himself to warrant such a party
1: which i think is really good
0: yeah, yeah. to say it like so shitty about a little kid like <laughs> just doused in
1: envy yeah yeah the guy's kind of a dick head doctor <laughs>
0: And so there are a bunch of really cool little props. There's this weird roller coaster that has no straps or supports. There's pushing a kid and a little really card around it. Where was that when I was a kid? I'm yeah. so jealous. No shit.
1: I'm like, I want to fucking recreate that, but have it go throughout my entire backyard. We could do it. No. Yes, we can.
0: <laughs> we
1: could build it. You have pallet
0: wood. You said we're going to do it. Okay, let's do it. Fuck it. Why not? Structural integrity. Schmig. Schmig. Maybe we should contact your insurance broker beforehand, though.
1: OSHA oh, approved. Don't <laughs> worry
0: about it. Stu, so, there's that. There's the you know the uh, uh, merry-go-round and everything,
1: right? And then you have like uh, not the not the mama who gets kind of weirded out because the nanny's like taking pictures with Damien. Yeah, which Rich. is
0: it's at the time as you're watching it, you're like, that's kind of weird. And I'm then sorry. later on, sh-
1: sh- not the mama gets freaked out because the nanny is taking pictures with Baron. Right. So, just to be <laughs> ultra clear,
0: not the mama's jealous of Fran Drescher who's with Baron Trump there we go. in front Fuck, of I Dr. Keep nanny,
1: but it's Fran Drescher. My yeah. bad.
0: Ah. Ah. And so, then she takes the kid. The nanny looks and sees a Rottweiler just at the kind of the edge of this little forest.
1: Oh, some fucking sweet ass sound effects. Mm, it's super cool. That
0: weird violin going... Yeah.
1: yeah, I really, I really like, like it. It. It, it's, it. It adds an extra effect. It's not just some fucking dog staring at the nanny and yeah. you just automatically assume like okay well it's telling her what to do
0: you know what you could do you could take the uh, Bush's baked beans and just put the, like a voiceover like you gotta kill him buddy <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the recipe for my secret beans and she's like I've gotta do it oh that's good I like <laughs> it yeah so Chad can you edit that, buddy? Can you put that in <laughs> where the lady's killing herself oh, for Bush's dude. baked beans? This is this,
1: this is a weekly thing, man. We're just gonna like start throwing different things in for Chad, and he's gonna like send in like these subtle like fucking imagery of like a dick going into my mouth or something.
0: <laughs> Look at this can of baked beans that Chad has masterfully put in, in post. Now the baked beans are up here. Now they're down here
1: that's extra homework for you chad as if you don't do enough already <laughs> yeah, right
0: <laughs> so then it cuts to the nanny calling
1: damien i love you that, that was weird that was really weird i love right? it it's so uncomfortable it's so yeah, yeah that's i guess that's what it is it's, it makes you feel a little uncomfortable right she's like clearly confessing her love for this like child yeah and it's fucking sweet i mean it, it's i think i'd react the a, same way
0: if i saw jonathan lip nicky sorry <laughs> <laughs> It's the only child actor I could think of, and the kid's like forty. What the fuck? <laughs> my brain doesn't work. <laughs> so she it's said, it's
1: it's the most memorable part of the movie, in my opinion. Other than I'd say head getting chopped off by a fucking plate glass window.
0: But does the layman know that? No, the layman I think knows. And also, it's like the beginning of the film,
1: right? It's like fifth. I I think I noted it was at like fifth, almost fifteen minutes in. So that's awesome. Yeah. Definitely. For a kill of
0: this caliber, this kind of production, this kind of gravity in the film that changes the rest of the movie. Awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So So, she
0: says famously, look at me, Damien. It's all for you. She hangs herself and she swings back and shatters the glass. I think that makes it really cool, too, because it gives it a more explosive. um, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to like a sound
1: effect. Yeah, I I definitely think that the breaking of the window has a better effect than, again, like you said, just the the subtle neck cracking. I mean, nobody's going to hear that from that far away. They're just going to see a girl hanging, which in itself is pretty fucking terrifying. But when you have the hanging coupled with the breaking through the window, the only thing I would tweak with it, but again, it's from like 76, is I would just add more blood, right? Because it's like her body going through like glass. I don't go that way. I think that she should shit herself.
0: (laughs) And I think the gift table should be underneath her. Because that, I think, would hit millennials where it hurts. Because they're so materialistic. But they'd be sitting there, and they're like, ah, his nanny died. That sucks. I hope she had work comp insurance whatever. And then she just starts shitting all over his presents. And they're like, what? There was a PS4 in there. (laughs) There was a new iPhone.
1: (laughs) I don't know, is that what kids get these days, new iPhones? Actually, they,
0: I just read about Apple's revenue sucking shit now, so.
1: That's awesome. I read it in Forbes because I'm a grown-up and I have a suck mortgage. Suck it, Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Not an Apple fan, sorry guys. Chad's
0: got a droid, you got a droid, droid. I got a droid. Yep. Sup, wanna say shit?
1: It's the unholy triforce of uh, androids, right? not trinity triforce which sounds so much cooler triforce absolutely oh
0: can we talk about let's get i'm gonna pull brian i'm brian i'm uh where they replace the holy trinity do you remember what they call it um
1: fuck Uh, i should know this i don't diabolical fucking trinity Hold on. Well, it's, I know I know what it signifies. I know what the sixes, the three sixes, stand for. Yes, yeah, so they, they stand it, for the the false prophet, uh-huh. the antichrist, uh-huh. and Satan. Yep, there you go. Right? They call it the evil trinity. The e- is just the evil trinity. That's what they call okay. it in the movie. But I, I, feel I really like, like I, I like the diabolic trinity. But that's just because it's like Diablo. Yeah, it's like the devil. And you're like
0: I'm gonna grind out until I get a legendary weapon.
1: <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Uh, yeah d3 old school
0: so oh, then oh yeah i love the fact that there is a clown looking at all this unfurled, just so sort of a very stern face like
1: this isn't okay well you showed the clown like covering somebody's face yeah. right he's just like nah this this ain't cool dog nah yeah
0: and so then you see the rottweiler again and blah 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 so it cuts to yeah, Damien I, waving at the dog right I, was I was think
1: a, yeah I was gonna say so it so co- it shows are we calling him Atticus do we do we Atticus go Spend, that? yeah okay so we call him Atticus so it shows Atticus grabbing Damien and 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 Cuther, not the mama they're all hugging him he looks over and he sees a dog right and then he just like does his creepy little fucking wave and then the dog books it he's yep. like oh shit I gotta go bitches you can't be seeing me yet. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. my time. He says,
0: "I got an appointment with some accountant's leg. It's not going to impregnate itself."
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So from there, you does got Atticus going to his office, and the reporters are
1: like, "Why did this broad kill herself?" Oh, that's right.
0: That's right. And then was he she br- on drugs, and he's yeah, like, "Yeah." He brings
1: up like, "Is she on drugs?" You know, did she have like a suicide note? No, there was no suicide note. And then he runs into the reporter. And accidentally knocks his and camera kn- down. Knocks his camera. Kn- knocks his, um, what was his lens His camera, whatever. He says, Hey, sorry about it. Hit me with the bill. That's uh, fine. And he's like, don't, don't worry about it. Just let's just say you owe me. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was weird because what does that mean? It super reminds me of the episode of the office where Dry, D- uh, Dwight
0: buys bagels for everyone. And then Andy like one ups him by buying like Mexican food for lunch. <laughs> and they keep on doing polite shit to one another. Cause I was just like, what are you going to do? What's what's the end game here? Yeah, yeah. going to end up in the bathroom stall next to him. He's going to be tapping his toe and be like, I'm cashing in,
1: <laughs> Mr. Finch. And he's like, what? Oh, I guess I have to blow you now. So so Atticus is in the office. He's like being attacked by his like fucking stooges, right? They're like, oh, well, you need to go to Saudi Arabia, yada, yada. And he's like, ah, I got to spend time with my family, dude. My some fucking lady kid can- just saw some lady fucking hang herself. So sorry about it. Uh, then she gets, uh, you know, a buzzer from his fucking receptionist.
0: Well, quick thing. So, you know, Miss Baylock just does whatever she wants and gets away with it. Yeah.
1: What if Atticus Finch
0: had told the old nanny, Fran Drescher, what if he had been like, hey, you can can can't her? have a pinata. And can we she's, call her Franny? I'm sorry. Okay, Franny's good. Okay. He tells Franny, we can't have a pinata. We're not doing it. And she's like, well, fuck you, Mr. Man. I'll be the pinata. <laughs> and so that's why she's saying it's all for you. And then she didn't like measure the rope long enough so he can't hit her with a stick. <laughs> this is my brain.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's I mean in some interesting fucked up way. It, I can definitely see it. He hits her with the stick, she fucking explodes and you have guts and candy everywhere.
0: Smells like guts and candy <laughs> hair.
1: Yep, definitely. Uh so it goes to <laughs>
0: Mama, this surely
1: is a scream.
0: Yeah. So uh, then the priest shows up and he's like, you got to eat Jesus. You got to drink his blood. You got to take the <laughs> that sacrament. That's so
1: fucking weird. It's, it's an interesting way to start the conversation and not very subtly yeah. about like, okay, you need to repent all your sins. You need to accept the blood of Christ and eat his flesh. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm I just not love, crazy. I love me. the
0: idea that he'd be like, no, I'm not doing carbs right now. Nope.
1: <laughs> right i like the fact that uh the the priest was like or the priest was, whatever uh he's like uh don't worry about it i locked the door yeah <laughs>
0: they're like you mean this dinky thing bam i'm mp i kick it down yeah
1: pretty much so he's just like you need to fucking do this you need to accept christ in your life every single day which was, is so
0: weird that he's like he, this kind of gets into impetus of moral action right He says that he's doing this, quote, so Christ will forgive me. So if your only motivation for helping these people is your own redemption, are you truly doing it Yeah,
1: it doesn't technically redeem you.
0: So I think that's why he gets shafted later on.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Well, mm, I mean, he's an apostle of of Satan. So no matter what he does, it's not going to be like he's forgiven, right? Because he had the fucking... Jumping ahead, like fucking usual, uh, he has the birthmark. The well, he, the okay. father has a he has the birthmark on his inner thigh. Yeah, I remember that from they, the autopsy. They say the six 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 signifies um, the apostles of Satan.
0: I thought that it was that he had been acted upon by, mm. but I think that you're right. That makes that sounds. I think
1: better. he's he's almost r- like he's trying to repent for what he's done. Yeah. Like he set all of this in. Well, because he said, I saw its mother. Right, right. So he was part of the whole like jackal getting impregnated and this or that. At least that's that's an episode of Black Mirror, right? Where the guy's (laughs) fucking the jackal. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, At least that's what's inferred. So I feel like it's like him just being like, ah, fuck. I kind of screwed up by setting this all up in motion. I kind of don't want to go to hell. So maybe I can fix this. He's like, hell nah. Hell nah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Then as he's, he's, he's being
0: taken out, he says like, ah, she, you know, he says his mother was a Jack and they take him away. And as he's leaving, the photography guy's like, hey, Padre, how about I get another fucking picture? Takes another picture, which is great because it's setting those breadcrumbs. So later on, when you have the scene, it makes sense. So good. it totally makes that's sense. probably the most clever part of the movie, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So
0: that actually goes to this. Exactly. So it cuts straight to the scene where he's developing the film in his dark room. And uh, my whole life is a dark room. Uh, he's, <laughs> God damn it, Jake. Uh, he's developing the film. He sees this blemish pointing at the priest's neck. It's this line, and he sees it over and over. But at this point, he has multiple pictures of the priest. So it's not just that he's like, oh, I'm crazy. It's
1: not like. Yeah, it, maybe it's just this one bad photo I took. It's yeah. multiple photos with the same line going through the exact same spot on his body. Yeah, different so, lighting conditions. It's not kind of like a oh, weird coincidence. Yep. So um then it cuts to Miss Baylock arriving. Oh, okay that's right so yeah trunchal right so they have it's funny because they have like multiple maids that are never fucking introduced at all it's just like inferred that you're like oh okay these people have fucking like a maid for everything so one and then maid, when they
0: disappear later it's supposed to be like a plot device and you're like, right i didn't know them to begin with so
1: <laughs> so one maid comes up and she introduces the other maid who is uh skinny trunchbull right and uh She's very insistent on meeting Damien. Uh, nobody knows where the fuck she came from. They're like, "Oh, I thought you hired her." And he's like, "No, I didn't hire this bitch." Uh, so apparently she came, or she claimed from, she quote the agency. The agency, right? And I thought that was really good, right? Because it makes it sounds to, like a team of hitmen to me. It makes it seem like it's like government slash agency, which is always like evil in movies, yeah. right? Lizard it's like the, the evil government, or yeah. Lizard people, agreed. Uh, so they kind of freak out. They say, hey, you know, who sent you? And she's like, the agency sent me. Don't worry, here's my references. They're like, oh, everything's okay. And she's like, well, I'll just be over here with your son by myself with the door shut. Yeah. In front of fire. Always. Did ah. you notice every single time that Damien is in his room, Baron Trump is in his room, uh, the fireplace is going. Yeah, He needs to be closer to home. <laughs> That's awesome. Creature comforts. <laughs> have no
0: fear, little one. I am here to protect thee. When you hear some lady in the fucking 70s saying thee, you're like, I don't buy it. You're fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You're not at a red fair. You don't have the right to say thee. <laughs> agreed. Do you think, not trying to be perverse, that she would have like a good set with like the corset from the red fair? I don't think so. I think this lady's, uh, dude, I mean, rail it's, thin and she's, evil.
1: she's skinny transport for a reason. Yeah. She's, yeah. The devil. She's not curvy Trunchbull.
0: Yeah. I like those curvy devil ladies that guy Coop draws. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Oh, it's some artist. There's always like titties everywhere and they're devil ladies. I used to see them all the time like on stickers and stuff in the 90s. I mean,
1: I'm I'm not complaining about fucking curvy devil titty ladies. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe that's what we should call our fans now instead of Mutant Goons from Beyond.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure how well they would take that.
0: Well, how about the Mutant Goons from Beyond are... People who identify with the male gender and curvy devil titty ladies. are (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Hey, we'll take a poll. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, when she says, have no fear, little one, I am here to protect thee. Funny enough, strange coincidence. That's how I wake up my daughter and put her to bed every night. (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah,
1: absolutely. There's always a fire in her room, too. And it makes sense. I mean, she's got the fiery red hair. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh, dude.
0: I was watching this movie. I was like, (laughs) hmm. I know what to look out for. I got you. <laughs> so then the next scene is not the mama wearing a blue turban. And she's like, we're going to church. And Miss Baylock's like, nah.
1: Is I- that is that so that's before the zoo? Yes. Yes. OK. The zoo is actually the next scene. after. OK. That, the zoo. So, yeah. So she's wearing a weird blue fucking getup. It seems strange. Like Atticus Finch definitely is dressed for a wedding with a top hat. I'm not hat. exactly sure what she's dressed for. It's strange. A seance. Yeah, something. Uh she definitely needs a fucking crystal ball in front of her.
0: It's the fucking wedding from Beetlejuice. Oh.
1: That is really good. I like it. I like it. I'm just gonna
0: make references to other shit. Sorry. Yeah, why not? Is that humorous? Uh, Not really.
1: Just to derive. That totally reminded me of uh one of the things that happened to fucking not the mama. The doctor says she broke her humorous Humorous. and I'm like, she's not funny anymore. I don't Uh, don't get it. (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) So, uh, she's like, okay, well, I, you know, Damien's coming to the wedding. I don't know why the fuck you're telling me he's not. So he's coming. And she's like, well, I hate to be, you know, you know, overstepping my boundaries, but I don't feel like, uh, a five-year-old has any knowledge of what goes on at a, an Episcopal wedding, Episcopal, Episcopal, Paleon wedding wedding wedding
0: wedding which Chad can you correct me if I'm wrong Episcopal (laughs) is where you pee on a fish who is your friend (laughs) right Episcopal I was gonna say I was gonna say he he Ah. was
1: going to a pescatarian wedding which is like where they eat fish (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know Uh, so you know they end up going to the wedding they're on their way to the church and I really like it where they keep on showing, they flash between showing Damien's face, they show the picture of the church and the cross and everything. And it sh- clearly shows him being in discomfort at- the closer they get to the church.
0: Mm. And as you know, he's feeling uncomfortable, she notices that he's trembling. Uh, but it's interesting too, because he is at first wearing his dad's top hat. He's being very funny. And then as soon as it happens, it's a great character shift. Right? And
1: Agreed, absolutely.
0: As they get there, Atticus gets out of the car and kid's like, first rule of fight club, bitch. And she's like, and he's like, not the mama, not the mama said, knock you out. They get in the car, they drive off. And what I love is there the fucking guy who's sitting there watching this all happen. He just is looking at them like,
1: what? Right. Uh, Yeah.
0: And all the other people are as well. But the usher specifically, the look on his face is like how uncool to allow this gentleman (laughs) to do this
1: so then they go to her in her room she's brushing her hair in front of the mirror and she keeps on saying oh it's nothing he just bruised my face a few times i feel like she's probably gotten used to saying that a few times like no it's nothing i fell against the doorknob
0: (laughs) well and then so attica starts to get suspicious and he's like well we should take him to doctor she's like he's not sick He's like, but he's never been sick a he's day like, in his well, life.
1: that's funny because I don't recall him ever being sick. No measles, no mumps, all of these things that are pretty much eliminated nowadays. Yeah, she's what? like, vaccines, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, no. then Jenny Imagine then she's then an anti-vaxxer and
0: she's like, no, it's because these crystals I put on his bed.
1: Then Jenny McCarthy pops out of a fucking closet. And she- um, actually... <laughs> all right i remember when you were just
0: the tit lady from my childhood who i used to look at yeah agreed now she knows more than doctors <laughs> uh, so then she the mom completely excuses or the not the mom completely excuses and she's like he just had a bad moment
1: like a fright right and then i want to say that she she makes comments saying something along the lines of you know what's the best way to get rid of a day like this is just go to bed she's like kind of insinuates like Take me to bone zone. Let's go to bone zone. Let's let's fucking do it. Raw dog. I just stole raw it. Raw <laughs> dog. <laughs> do, 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 I think I might do, need do, to draw do, 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 do.
0: A, uh, <laughs> a, a little character for the raw dog.
1: I always just imagine it's like um, you remember the god awful like wiener Schnitzel commercials of like the like dancing fucking hot dog.
0: Okay. I always think yeah. I always think of dick butt when I say it, but with like a dog's face. I don't know what that is. You don't know what dick butt is? No. Chad, do you know what dick butt is? What the fuck? No, it's fine. No, no, we'll no, no. It. It's a cartoon, <laughs> but not like a pervy cartoon for those guys who masturbate their I'm, own cartoons.
1: Get, if I Google dip, dick butt, <laughs> it's not going to be a cartoon. I, I promise seen you that.
0: <laughs> You've definitely
1: seen it. Okay. I've totally seen that.
0: Yeah. There's one of my favorite images on the internet of all time is Batman. And he's like crying as he's reading a
1: note and the note that
0: somebody photoshopped that it's dick butt
1: instead of nice. the note. Nice. It totally reminds me kind of of, uh, remember in Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Did you ever watch that? Oh, religiously. In, what, a fucking banana dog. Yes. <laughs> I love that show, man. <laughs> Where Carl gets raped by the <laughs> banana dog. He's like, what are you talking about? Carl, <laughs> it's just a dog. He's like, I can't wait for you to get home, Carl. <laughs> that, I, yeah,
0: that show is pretty horrific in a lot of ways. I feel like we could do the episode with Danzig. And, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. The blood and everything. Let's stay on target. We got another 20 minutes of this show to get through. ah." <sighs> Atticus goes to check on Damien he hears a dog growl Baylock's like what's up dog it's just the matter master of the house and they say they found the dog outside funny enough the dog was plotting to kill Fran Drescher. no big deal <laughs> Damien loves him and he said she says that uh you know the dog will be useful when the-
1: you know Atticus when is out when of- yeah when he's gone uh, out of town for a while and he's like well you know I want you to call YMCA uh- <laughs> <The> RSPCA <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> a Native American guy walks in. A construction worker walks in. It's one of the fucking things. And the dog know. just hypnotizes each one of them. They're suddenly like, heterosexual. <laughs> I am heterosexual. <laughs> I need to get an accounting job. So, yeah. So then she, we're at the zoo. Then we're at the zoo. Specifically, the Windsor Safari Park, for those
1: of you keeping track. So, the first thing you see is, uh, you know, he goes up to the giraffe, right? And the giraffe's like, eh, fuck that shit. I'm out. Right. Well, it's like a all of the giraffes. At first, it's the one who looks upset, and they all they're like, "Deuces." Now nah, I'm out. Then they go to the as a as well. Then the, they cut
0: back to the dad leaving the house, and as he's driving out of the gate, he sees, he sees he the freaks. Yeah, right. Then it, cuts so
1: then it goes back. back and it shows them, and as the announcer playfully says, "The baboons." Baboons. <laughs> I don't know why I found it fun when he said that baboon. Baboons. So he's like, "Everybody, keep your fucking windows up because." Baboons bite. Yeah.
0: As a kid, I thought that baboons and mandrels were the same thing, but they're not.
1: Yeah. I just kept on looking at their big bulbous butts that are red, just like the curvaceous devil women or whatever we call it. Wow, I like it. Full circle. So Uh, for this
0: reaction, you know how they got the baboons to attack the car? Uh, their baboons. They put baboon a baboon baby in the car.
1: Oh, that's kind of fucked. Yeah.
0: And so they were freaking out, and apparently the baboon started pissing all over the car and everything. Good. Yeah.
1: I mean, if I was a parent and somebody stole my baby and was like, uh, eh, we got your baby. I might just walks over and pisses on the van. And defecate and piss all over their shit, too. <laughs> uh,
0: <huh. laughs> Follow that car. It's the one with the green turd on it. And the, the cop's like, why is it green? He'd be like, I had a green smoothie and a wheatgrass shot. For it's lunch. called
1: a green machine. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, he starts, they're afraid, blah, blah, blah. They, the,
1: they fucking, they speed off, dude. I thought they were going to hit a baboon. The way they were running, they're driving away is very reckless. Yeah. FYI.
0: Very. I completely agree. And as a vegan, I was like, blah, blah, <laughs> that fucking baboon.
1: I was looking at the end of the fucking credits. Like, no baboon was hurt in the making of this film.
0: But all the giraffes died. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're having pillow talk between Not the Mama and Atticus Finch. And she says that she's had fear for years and she's afraid to admit what they are but she wants to see a psychiatrist.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it's f- it's funny how she's trying to downplay it and he's like, "Oh, no, maybe you should." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Nah, you know what? That sounds like a good idea." And she it, you know, she kind of playfully says like, "Oh, well, if I tell you, I feel like you're going to it you're going to admit me." Yeah. Right? There's <laughs> like a martyr planning on. It.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then they cut to a rugby game and the photographer's there and the priest confronts him yet again and sets a meeting saying, She'll die unless you come. That's a
1: that's a good way to start a fucking meeting, right? Yeah. I mean, if somebody said, Hey, your wife's gonna die unless you show up to a meeting, I'm go, oh, well, I gotta clear my schedule, guys, because I'm going to this fucking meeting. What time is it? You're like Am I gonna have time to pick up lunch first? Uh, is I the meeting know. gonna be catered? I mean, is Harvey Birdman on at that time? Are uh, you gonna have Nose at
0: the meeting? <laughs> I only go to meetings where there's
1: Nose. <laughs> yeah. So I think he ends up losing uh, the bet. Yep. He ends up losing a bet. Well, he's, he's like, like
0: he's he clapping because he, he doesn't know what the fuck rugby <laughs> is. He's like, yay! And then he loses.
1: <laughs> he's like, he's like, what was that? Two quid? <laughs> the guy's like, three, bitch! I just fucking wrecked you! And he's like, oh, okay, sure, sounds good.
0: Uh, Like the guy completely admits that he's stealing, like, you know. He's like, inflation. Yeah. (laughs) And so the priest takes another picture of the Padre, and then again, he develops
1: the film and sees the blemish. Dickhead takes another picture of the Padre. You said the priest takes another picture of the Padre, which means he's taking a selfie. (laughs) Who says he didn't, Brian? (laughs) Sorry. I mean, I'm... He's Pretty sitting fine. there
0: and he's like pulling his <laughs> cassock. <around> his <laughs> I
1: don't even know what the fuck cassock is. But it sounds good. I don't know if that's the right
0: usage. I'm realizing that kossock is a dance, but I think cassock is a part of priest clothes.
1: Keep going. Yeah, okay. You know, it goes to basically him. No, it doesn't go to him having the meeting right away. Where does it go from there? <laughs> I was way off. What was it called? It's, well. I've just seen a bunch of Russian people. What do you call priest clothes? Priest clothes clothes called what it shows dickhead dr dickhead going back to develop the film Mm. right and he gets even more photo evidence of the priest and the uh like spike going through his shoulder Cassock. i am so smart c-a-s-s-o-c-k nobody doubts you (laughs) i'm done
0: I can <laughs> autopilot the rest of this episode, Brian. Go for it. There we go.
1: Get it, girl. Uh, so you know it—it it reaffirms his thought that there's something more than just me having a fucked up camera. It goes to the meeting at the park, right, where you
2: have—sorry—he
1: <clears> meets you the ha- priest on the bench. You you have the you have him meeting the priest at the bench, and uh, the first thing the fucking priest says is he goes through this crazy poem about basically man turning against man, fighting each other, the rise of the Roman Empire, something like that. The mm-hmm. ri- He rises from the sea and there's not going to be any more humans alive.
0: Mary had a little Satan.
1: Yeah, yeah, essentially. And then he says, you know, your wife's pregnant, right? That's like the... And he says he can't keep it because that kid's going to kill her for it. Right, right. He's tell- like, he's like, he's going to kill the baby. He's going to kill the wife. And then he's going to kill you. Yeah.
0: And there were actually statistics that showed that sales of the Bible went up after this movie because people wanted to read the book of Revelations. This whole poem is fake. So it, it was created by the it screenwriter. It's very clever. It's very good. clever. I enjoy it. Uh, but then he tells him that if you want to kill the kid, you're going to have to go to Megiddo in the old city of Jezreel Megiddo, and find an old man named is- Bugenhagen.
1: Uh, Derives from Armageddon, mm-hmm. right? That is correct. And then he's supposed to meet uh, uh, Baba Dugan, Baba Duke, Bob- Hagen. Baba <laughs> Dugan <Dugan-hagen. laughs>
0: Baba Yaga. Yes, I like it. Um, so then yeah, he's- that's the movie I want to see. Is John Wick making sure that Damien doesn't die because he's like being altruistic, and then he realizes that he has helped the Devil's Son live, and then he has to turn and kill the Devil's Son. I don't know
1: where you're going with that, but... That's okay. the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, that, <laughs> it's that that John Wick becomes the kid's bodyguard, but then he realizes that he's the Antichrist, and then he has to kill the kid, and it's like this action adventure.
1: And then like the dog's like trying to attack uh, fucking Wick, and he's like, I can't kill the dog? I love dogs. Yeah, right? that's great. <laughs> that's a moral dilemma that we have not
0: seen in the John Wick franchise. <laughs> okay, I can see where we're going with that. <laughs> when So when uh, the... Atticus Atticus Finch is like I never want to see you again and the priest is like I'll see you in hell when a priest is saying he's going to see you in hell the situation is
1: bad yeah it's definitely uh, you know 10 being best you're at like a 2 maybe Yeah, I don't know
0: so suddenly the winds pick up and it gets a little crazy at the park and by a little crazy I mean whoa crazy and he tries to go in and get to the church he keeps looking to try and enter the church to save himself he gets to the gates. Oh, the trust gates are me. Locked.
1: If I felt like my life was in danger, I'd be fucking barreling through a door. I wouldn't just be shaking it. You know, like, oh, let me just shake it a little bit. Oh, it's locked. I guess I'm done. Let me check something else. You know, no, nah, fuck that. Well, I love that he gets to the
0: gates. The gates are locked, climbs over the gates, and then the gates get struck by lightning and the gates open. It was kind of like a power play from Satan being like, you couldn't even fight the gates. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> then he goes to one set of doors that are locked on the church, goes to another. And then a flagpole or a lightning rod gets struck, falls through, spears the guy. And I love this effect because he's propped up.
1: Yeah, I think that's really cool how they have him propped up like that. I just I only wish that it was more of a I don't know, like maybe they can show it go actually through like a body of some sort instead of like it literally looked like it just like went behind him. Kind of. Yeah. I, like i get it it's 76 and they're running with what they got so uh I, I definitely like how he ended up being kind of just like nailed to the ground yeah with I, it i would love some japanese style like geyser of blood shooting yeah, yeah, something something but again that's me being like wednesday looking. and pugsley adams from right, adams, that right. kind of blood yeah, yeah that's kind of cool that'd be, sick. that'd be cool um so yeah so, so he's fucking done he's a shish kebab and then it cuts
0: to Damien, who is playing billiards by himself incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. And he's that. like, he's like, Pia, pip, yeah, And I wrote it down. Pia. Pia. And to me, it's not annoying because I grew up watching Power Rangers and I'm like, oh, it just means that he's Tommy's just, fighting Goldar. He's just
1: doing some fucking kicks right now. Yeah. Pia. So, you know, you have uh not the mama fucking clearly clearly like not having it yep. right and she is very irritable and uh you know atticus fitch is like oh well I don't he's think- just a boy I, he's like huh i don't feel like he's being annoying at all and she's like oh yeah you know what you're right i'm a fucking idiot so maybe i should just not say anything at all
0: yeah and then she says that she doesn't know what's the matter with her and she thinks that it's what the doctor is blah 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 doesn't want any more children and she's, he's like, okay, that's fine. He says, so she's like, so you'll let me get an abortion? Or she says, you'll agree to an abortion. And that's how he finds out she's pregnant because she just found out that morning. And you can see the look on his face like, oh, shit, oh, shit. What a happy coincidence. And then he gets a call about the paper and reads about the picture of the priest.
1: Yeah. And so who's on up, the other line? Who knows? That was weird. I thought
0: for sure it was supposed to be the photographer. But that's it- what
1: I thought it would be. It would be the photographer, but they don't even like reference anything of the sort so yeah. and uh, then who knows it's
0: Atticus having the meeting with her psychiatrist he finds out that she thinks that the son is evil Uh that he said it's very weird because he talks about how it was foretold her pregnancy would be terminated
1: right which I feel like this whole scene is a little weird right because first of all she's not there yeah right which obviously is like a, I don't know what the fuck it's called doctor privilege, patient yeah. privilege something or another uh, so it's like, yeah, let's clearly talk about your wife who's having some kind of mental stability issues, and I'm gonna gauge your opinion on the on the thought, yeah. you know, or on the fact. So
0: Atticus clearly gets uncomfortable and he starts booking at home and he's driving really recklessly. And then as this is happening, Damien's on his tricycle riding in circles in his room, and Miss Baylock is just sitting there watching or trunchbolt or yeah, whatever.
1: You can tell that she's like waiting for him to like prime up or something, Yeah. right?
0: it's it's rising the whole situation the tension the speed the intense focus of the camera angle as things are whizzing by which are really still going at the same speed it just looks faster because the frame is
1: smaller as she yeah she's essentially like the the fucking uh the light christmas tree thing at the drag races right where it's like green it's like red 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 green yeah exactly (laughs) and she opens the door and he just fucking speeds off
0: like wheels like burning and shit so the mom is trying to fix a hanging planter and she moves a fish bowl. Damien ends up on his tricycle flying by, hits it. She falls off. Brian, what kind of fish are in the bowl? Uh, goldfish. No, they're not. What? They are sardines that are painted gold orange because they did not actually want to kill fish. If you look, they are so clearly sardines, which I thought they were goldfish too because of the color. And
1: I read that. Tribute you, asked I was like, me, you asked me how to make me look bad sorry fucking asshole <laughs> i was i was in. <laughs> no your... it's cool because i've totally called you on a few things uh, a couple episodes ago and you just, yeah i felt like a complete dick beforehand or after the fact i'm actually, not even so. until i'm ahead <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so i guess you know i'm fucking moron it's sardines i had no idea i just t- less than 24 hours ago i was in your position so don't feel bad, little buck. <laughs> once upon a time. <laughs> uh, how naive I once was. <laughs> That's the folly of you. Right. So it shows her, and it's funny, you see her clearly clutching for her life, and Damien does nothing. Yeah.
0: Right? Well, oh, yeah, because she's holding on the banister. And she's right. like, Damien, and he's like,
1: Right. And, and, and Baron's like, eh, you didn't give me a good enough allowance, bitch. Yeah. Like, we play for keeps here on Trump Towers bitch <laughs> and she falls one story. And she falls one story and she unravels like from a fucking like like from a yo-yo. Yeah. And she <laughs> slow-mo falls face first onto the ground. I think it's really cool how they show like the the blood from her mouth. Oh yeah. Right. That kind of It's And
0: also comes back later when it in does. the ambulance. It does. So she's in intensive care. She has a concussion. Uh, a she's got a fucking
1: arm like hanging up in the air. <laughs> She has internal bleeding and she... That's when the doctor says she has internal bleeding and fucking Atticus is like, she's pregnant.
0: And the doctor's like, he's fun, like, fun like, fact,
1: nope. He's, she's, he's like, nope. And then he actually like, he re-asks it again or he's like, so she's not pregnant? And it's like, yeah, usually when somebody says no, like that's that's it. Like, no, there's no like gray area. Like, no, she's not pregnant. So, so she says to him, Robert,
0: don't let him kill me. And then we cut to Atticus being home and he's going to go to Damien's room. But the goddamn dog is there and he's about to throw down. And then the phone rings and he's like, all right. And it's Dr. Dickhead who says that he wants to have a meeting at his flat. Maybe they'll have a fag together. That's what they call uh, cigarettes. So it's just not like a was, pickup I, line. I thought it was like a bundle of sticks. It could be as well. Huh. Maybe they light the cigarettes, the fags with a bundle of sticks on fire, a flame. So they have the meeting. He shows the picture of the nanny and shows that there is some kind of blemish leading down to her, which, you know. Uh, I wish it was
1: a little more overt. Yeah. They didn't have Photoshop
0: at the time. So I think this is a pretty fair job.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe Chad can show like a photo of her hanging and then, uh, or not hanging, just a photo of her, like by herself, yeah. and then like superimpose like a, a noose around her neck and then like shit coming out of, like the bottom yes <laughs> <laughs> to presence anyway uh,
0: so the the uh, journalist divulges all this information about the priest he'd been riddled with cancer he knew he was gonna die the fact he hadn't died was crazy brian's did correct you, did he you
1: happen to notice how many crosses he had on his door 47 why so there's a number i don't know i don't i was I was actually really curious on that. Yeah, like, I, I feel it. like that has to do maybe something new with like a holy number. maybe. I
0: don't know. But uh, what was interesting is they both suspected that the 666 that Brian mentioned that he has on his inner thigh was a concentration camp tattoo. And then it wasn't. It was a birthmark. And what's very crazy about that is like, I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. I've never heard of a Jew having a concentration mark tattoo in their inner thigh. And so that I took that to be the bargaining that people go through, where it's like I'm clearly confronted with something supernatural. I'm just going to try and explain it away. I can't explain it away. Right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So all over his room are pages of the Bible. Super cool effect. Really liked it. Right. Picks up the diary. It's all about Atticus's routine. The meeting at the thing. He pulls out a clipping from Astrologer's Monthly that shows that there was a star like the star of Bethlehem from two thousand years ago, but it was on the other side of the planet. Five years ago, <laughs> he finds the birth announcement from a Roman newspaper. Atticus then admits that his son is dead. Quote, I don't know whose son I'm raising. The photographer wants to help. Why? Yo, yeah. dog, he's why? like,
1: He's like, nah, I'm going to do this on my own, right? And he's like, well, I mean, technically, I'm in this too. And shows him a picture. Shows him the picture. He says, I was photographing the crime scene. And I happened to notice that uh, in the mirror that I took a photo of, it showed a like cut going through his uh i guess you call it
0: his neck his neckerchief his neckerchief cuts back to the mom in the hospital she's afraid but still asks about damien's well-being which i thought was cute then it cuts back to home there uh, she's calling out for mrs horton
1: or he is and Yeah, he is yeah
0: then you find out miss horton is gone but this is what we we're talking about earlier I don't know who the fuck Miss Horton is. Yeah, the fact that she's I gone, don't, I, don't I don't care. I don't know.
1: And he's like, oh, Horton? What about Mr. Horton? She's like, oh, they're all fucking gone. Uh, it's just me. But don't worry about it. I got it taken care of, boss. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to look into this. But then he never looks no, into it. he him. never looks into yeah. it. Yeah. So,
0: and he confronts her about the dog. And she says, oh, well, they came and took him this morning. they y- like, took him.
1: He,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, I guess the village people took him. I'm, I'm <laughs> gone. He goes to Rome. He's arguing with a cab driver. They go to the place supposed to be the church where the kid was taken. Oh, dude. It burned down.
1: How cool is that elevator? What oh, the
0: fuck? Terrifying, dude, right? How, how does that work? So for those of you who don't know what Brian's talking about, there's an elevator that doesn't have any doors. It's perpetually it, moving kind of like an escalator how that does this it, nun gets how in. How does that work? They have them in Europe all over the place, apparently.
1: Does, is it, in, it has to be in a circle, right? Well, yeah. The, the so, roof of one is the floor of another. Right. So I'm saying, so it doesn't just go up and just like fucking go up into infinity. Yeah. How does it work? So the, that's what I'm saying. The roof, like okay, so one's a roof and one's a floor. So, so it, then as it does turns it go over, in, is it, it is it like a is it like a uh, is it called a carousel? No, not a carousel, but a um, a Ferris wheel.
0: I mean, I guess. That so was, is it like this?
1: Is it rotating? Because you have
0: to get off at the top when it changes over to the top being the bottom. It's already going down the other side
1: for the descending. That's a fucking mind fuck right there. Yeah, I don't know. It's dangerous as shit. I yeah. feel like I would lose a limb. Super going rad. on there.
0: So they find out there's no records of the.
1: Uh, adoption. Apparently, or everything got you know went up in flames, burned alive. That's so then it. he's
0: like, "Did you meet a priest with piercing eyes?" Leads me to believe Gregory Peck might have tasted his pee-pee. <laughs> they find out they they sent them to a monastery. Get thee to a nunnery. So they go. There's a scene about them decoding the poem, which I found really o- annoying and unnecessary because they, like, uh, we've already talked about the raging tides being politics because it's always uh,
1: shut the fuck up. They 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 find the priest right, and it's funny because. Dr. Dickhead is like, that's got to be him, right? Because it's the only one that has a fucking like milky white fucking right eyeball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Admiral Pike from Star Trek from it depends if you want to call it the Minette, whatever.
1: I'll we'll move on. <laughs> so anyway. they, they, they end up trying to interview the, the priest. He,
0: he says that he's doing a penance for abandoning Christ. And he's like, how did he communicate if he can't talk? So he uses his left hand and he draws. And so he drew a 666 and a stick figure with a hood to show that he was in bed with the devil, the Trinity. He asked about the mother and he writes Servet, which is a, a cemetery 40 kilometers. North it's, like, of Rome. it's
1: like nothing but ruins, right? Yeah. yeah. So he says, you know, okay, well, how fucking far is that? They find out it's pretty close from here. Yeah. So they end up, you know, going there.
0: So they go blaze through the scene. We're kind of going over a little bit what we generally do. They find the grave of Maria Sciana and Bambino Sciana, which is the baby. Sciana, what does it mean? It means leather bag or bottle. What? In Arabic. That's the only thing I could find online. So I, don't, I guess it was just a word that sounds good. Interesting. They look in the body. They
1: find, they find a jackal. A jackal
0: for the mom. It's a jackal. And then the baby, which they conclude is Atticus Finch's kid, uh, has its head crushed. So it shows that he didn't die it's of pretty natural brutal. causes. That's a pretty brutal scene. That the Satanists killed him to make sure that Damien was with him because of his power, influence, and finance. So then, then there's the then, dogs. Then you
1: have the dogs show up. And Dab it and seems like they almost uh, superimpose one dog like multiple times. It's yep. like the same exact dog. So they're all attacking the fucking uh, Atticus and Dr. Dickhead. They barely make it out alive. Atticus cuts his arm pretty badly going over the gate. Yeah, uh, He gets pulled away at the nick of time. And they book it back to the hotel. At the um,
0: hotel, he calls the wife, not the mama, and says, hey, lady, get ready. We're getting you out of there. You need
1: to you need to get the fuck out. And she's like, well, I can't really move. He's like, get the fuck out now. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I, I don't really have a say in the matter. So, so while I'm she's trying to get undressed.
0: And she is like midway through getting this lacy shawl off. Baylocks there, pushes fucking, her out a window. Dude,
1: Skinny bowl, dude, she fucking pushed the shit out of her. And all of a sudden, you just hear a scream window well window break scream fucking clearly a dummy falling head first right and it, it you know it's it's fun i like it when dummies are used in these kind of effects oh, yeah. right because it's better than like using a cgi silly yeah right because you actually see the physics of like a weighted body fall it reminds uh, me
0: of bam bam bigelow being slammed through the roof of <laughs> an ambulance wcw was it mike awesome who did it
1: nice i like it I w- i mean she totally would have been a lot more fucking unrecognizable than what happened to her in the ambulance. So, I mean, I was... She looks beautiful as she cocks her head back and there's a little dribble of blood that comes (laughs) out. She literally fell like, fuck, 30 stories to it, fall through an ambulance and she still had like her nice hair and makeup. So, Mike Awesome,
0: I am so good. I know my WCW. You you are on a roll. You're the WWF guy. I'm the WCW (laughs) guy. Anyway, moving on. There's all this stuff of like logistics. Atticus
1: is at his hotel. He gets a phone call from Tom, whoever the fuck Tom is. Apparently, he's like fucking aide. He says, "Tom, and I, I made note of this." He goes, "Tom, Kathy, <laughs> Tom," <laughs> in that order. Yep. And then you're like, "Oh, okay. I guess there was some kind of conversation going on there." He uh, hangs
0: up and says, "Kathy is dead. I want Damien to die too." Yeah. So we go much. to Megida and meet Bugenhagen. And he tells them how to kill him with a special knife. And then it cuts to him with a knife on his lap, wrapped in some fabric that he on totally air, smuggled through TSA. On an airplane. Yeah. Right. Well, TSA no. sitting there. We
1: fucking skipped the, the head. The head. I, I know. I This is unimportant stuff. No. No. The guy getting his dickhead. That's fucking head gone. That's the next part. Okay. No, yeah. That's beforehand. Okay. You're pulling a Brian. Okay.
0: We're jumping ahead. Trying to rush. I know. I'm sorry because I don't want to miss the rating like we did last week.
1: Okay, so really quickly, uh, they're arguing back and forth. Uh, he finds out that he needs to stab Damien, and, and he, he stabs the Baron. knife. He's eee. like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna, I'm not gonna kill a kid." So he takes the knives and he fucking throws them the daggers. Doctor Dickhead's like, "Well, you know what? I'm still in this, so I'll fucking kill him myself." He goes to pick them up. A the guy leaves out of his truck to go fucking have a beer somewhere. His parking brake flips off. The truck or van carrying uh, plate glass windows Correct. rolls backwards as Dr. Dickhead is going to pick up the daggers. Uh, it hits a rock or something fucking window slides out and you clearly see like a beach ball of some sort fucking fly and roll up in the air. It's it's not his head. It doesn't look anything like his head. It actually isn't bad.
0: Apparently, when he got divorced from his wife, she got the head in the divorce. He's made that joke multiple times and it seems that there's some weight to it. Wow. Yeah. And That's so cool. There's actually, I had read an article about the physics of the head flipping. Apparently, it was a coincidence. It was just supposed to get cut off.
1: But the fact of how it flipped ends up being. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So he's he, like, everybody screams. Fucking Atticus is like, oh, my God, it's fucking crazy. He picks up the daggers and then it shows him smuggling the daggers onto a plane because clearly he's a fucking ambassador of the UK. So he can do where the fuck he wants. Did he keyster it? You Might a, have. a
0: prison pocket? I'm yeah. taking
1: Brian's terminology now. It's mine. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah, absolutely. So, so he gets home. He gets home. He finds out from Baba Hagen that he needs to, if he can't find the 666 on the body, he can check underneath the hair. So he cuts the hair. So he goes to Damien's room. He starts snipping at the hair. Oh, this it's, is
0: after he's locked the dog downstairs.
1: Oh, I did it. Well, yeah. no, it's not okay. bad.
0: It's just so that people know because if they're like, right. "Why would So the he dog gets kill there
1: and he feels like, "Okay, the dog's gonna attack me." So he lures the dog down and uh, down some stairs that I didn't see before. But apparently, he has some fucking Adams Family like fucking staircase, right? Mm-hmm. There was that was in Adams Family, right? Sure. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, well, there's a
0: staircase in the Adams Family. There's a staircase in the monsters,
1: so it's it's either oh, which way. It might have been monsters. It might have been monsters. Fuck. Oh well, edited it out, Chad edited out it goes to him being up at that damien's room cutty, he cuts cutty the hair, hair. it clearly looks like it's a fucking doll's head because yeah. you know you're not cutting some kid's hair some poor little five-year-old kid's hair uh you see the 666 he's freaking out right he has the teary eyes and then suddenly all bail- of a sudden fucking skinny trunchbulls just like uh not today bitch she she's comes wearing flying. a bright
0: blue outfit, which is like you're a, a, you know, a harbinger of the devil. Wear black. Be yeah, respectable. It was, it
1: was a little weird. It was a little weird. It almost seemed like she's like, you know what? I'm on my time off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're cutting into my R&R.
1: <laughs> so she comes flying at him. She jumps on his back. I, I feel like she's doing a rear naked choke. Yeah. Uh, trying you know, to at least. She's trying to bite him. They wrestle back and forth. He fucking flings her off, kicks her into the side of a bookshelf. And then he picks up Damien and it was like, yeah, all right, well, we need to fucking do this. So he's going downstairs. Has to be on hollowed grounds. We have to take him to a church. Right, right. So it's yeah. So he's going downstairs. Uh, in the meantime, Damien Baron Von Trump grabs hold of a light fixture. They end up fucking breaking that. They roll down the stairs. I'm assuming Baron is fucking knocked out from rolling down the stairs. Atticus picks him up and they're in the kitchen. All of a sudden, fucking skinny Trunchbull isn't done, right? Comes she's just like, comes, comes flying at him. She you pulls know?
0: the Captain America. She's like, I can do this all day. Yeah, no
1: shit, man. Uh, she has some sort of, she has scissors and something else. It's like an ice pick or mm. something. You know, she's a coming at him fucking dual wielding like a fucking assassin. So he wrestles her down to the ground, uh, stabs both of them into her neck. She fucking dies. Right, I feel like it wasn't meant to be where she snaps the handle. Did you notice that on one of them that that snap that goes into her neck? Mm. She grabs hold of the handle and it breaks. Know, it seemed a little weird. I don't really that remember. It was just it. a subtle thing that I noticed. So he's all bloody from fighting her. He picks up Baron. He's all fucking trying to fight him off. They go into the car and they book it out of the fucking uh, out of the estate. As he's he's leaving, he basically almost runs over a kappa, right? So then it's funny because apparently they have fun names for the cops. He's like, this is Panda one over to Zulu two. What do you got over there for me? And uh, they're like, yeah, we got a fucking apparently some guy's trying to kill his kid. That's kind of crazy. Let's see what's going on there. So it shows him driving erratically. He finally gets to the church, right? On time. On time. He then brings Baron Von Trump to the altar and he's laying him down on the ground. He opens up the daggers and he has them over his head. And please, what does daddy, he, no. What does he say? He says something before he's about to do it. I know, I know Baron says, please, daddy, no, with his fun little voice. But I want to say Atticus says something like, God help me. I think, I think he like says, yeah, something along the lines of like, oh, God help me. And then he's like about to like thrust down with his dagger. A cop shoots him, goes in slow motion. You see the bullet fucking coming out of the gun. Super cheesy, right? Whatever. Then it cuts to a military
0: funeral. This is what we talked about as far as caskets go. In the theatrical release, it's two, but they filmed one that also had three. And he's getting a military funeral, which is crazy to think that he has clearly disgraced himself in trying to kill his son. But earlier on, when they have their little walk by the water, you find out that he is best friends with the United States president. And that's probably why then you hear a voiceover, really bad ADR, where the, I guess, cabinet aides like, hey, Mr. President, we need to leave. And you find out that Damien is now the ward of the president. So Richard Donner famously, in order to get the kid to smile, was like, don't you smile. You do not smile. And so the kid mischievously smiles. Uh, And that makes the whole movie. I like it. And then the movie closes with here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666 credits. That was the omen. I like it. I really like this movie. I know I jokingly was talking about how I watched it in playback, but I just wanted to do that for expeditiousness. I think the movie's great. I think the pacing's fair. I think that the effects are fun. I think that the gravity is all there. Yeah, I think the music ties in beautifully with it. Yeah. Gregory Peck's awesome. So, in terms of classic trashic tragic where are you writing
1: it i i gotta go with classic i go with classic as well i don't think that it beat the lost boys up. it definitely doesn't beat lost boys but uh it's up there i mean as far as it being as old as it is and i'm you know i say that in the nicest way possible it's it's only in 1976 but there's a lot of shitty films that came out in 76 oh, absolutely so um it holds its own
0: i think it's a great film i, mean, I truly do and especially in that kind of genre of Satanism and whatnot I think that there's There's a lot of really Bad content out there there's a lot of bad Satan stuff Uh, That's why I'm really excited to touch on Legion Next week which is effectively the Opposite of this where that you have God trying to kill A savior and The whole plot around that versus everybody trying To kill the antichrist Uh, so I really I think this is going to be fun Before we sign off I have to remind you all of the Quest to 100 it is our campaign to try and get 100 subscribers on YouTube. You can do it, guys. Then we can get a custom URL. and we will be fucking famous. It will be rad. Tastic. Chat will <laughs> have to do a lot less work. I'll no,
1: no, I won't. I will
0: not. <laughs> uh, you know, we're not trying to monetize. We're not trying to do ad revenue. We're not trying to do that. We just want to make sure that we're getting this content out because we all have real jobs and real lives. And we want to make sure that we're the crazy amount of times that we've dedicated to this show is for something beyond just shit jokes and and giggle farts
1: here but then again i'm not complaining because i like hanging out with these stooges yeah so it's a
0: good time in the garage i mean the studio
1: that we pay lots of money for
0: (laughs) that being said brian
1: if you ain't watching him dying you ain't
0: really trying jake i'm gonna remind you to go out there and do something you love and remember that all work and no power play makes jack a dull boy that time of the week again, goons, it is time for the hidden track. I have noticed that everybody has been kind and not pointed out the absurdity that it's called a hidden track, but it's really not hidden and I advertise it quite a bit. Anyway, this week is The Mammoths, plural, and they are kind enough to give me access to their new song, Green Eyes, which just debuted last week. It is Awesome! I'm a big fan, and so is my one-year-old daughter. We listened to it while doing breakfast the other day, and she was swaying back and forth so violently that she picked two of the legs up off of her high chair and gave me a great fright. So this song is horror-related, if you're asking. Now, the band has three shows coming up. August 6th, they're going to be at the Nebraska Brewing Company. August 8th, they're going to be at Schmigitties. I mean, fuck yeah, Schmigitties. Who could ask for anything more? Even though it's in dirty, vile Colorado, I say as a devout Red Wings fan. Then they go to Larimer Lounge on August 10th, also in Colorado. We can't blame the guys for trying to spread the gospel of their good music, but goddamn Colorado, fellas? Anyway, enjoy Green Eyes by The Mammoths.